everyone. Welcome back to another episode. My name is Kahea. I'm the host of the Coffee and Jesus podcast. Let's go ahead and get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day that you provided for us, Lord. We pray that this word will speak through us and to us, Lord. And I pray that we would just enjoy this time. In your name we pray. Amen. So according to popular opinion, slash unpopular, but we'll just say popular opinion, I have been asked not to do the slurping sound. Apparently it's triggering some people's pet peeves, but that's okay. We're just going to take it out. I thought it was funny, but maybe not everyone thinks the same, so that's all right. I do have some tea today because I was a little bit under the weather this past week, so we're going to be drinking our tea. So make sure that you get a cup of coffee or some tea or something to drink while we dive into the word. Today we are in Psalms chapter 12 and let's go ahead and start with verse 1. Help Lord for the godly man see this for the faithful fall from among the children of men. They speak vanity every one with his neighbor with flattering lips and with a double heart do they speak. The Lord shall cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaketh proud things. So once again, David is crying out to the Lord. He's asking for help. He's telling the Lord what is going on right now. And he's also pleading for his help. So he's saying that people are talking behind other people's backs and that he's asking the Lord what to do. And he basically answers his own question and says that the Lord will cut off all flattering lips and tongues that speak with proud things. So if you are a very self-centered person, you are not going to be tolerated by the Lord, but other centered people will be tolerated. And I'm not saying that, you know, the Lord won't give grace to those who are self-centered, but if you're talking behind other people's backs, probably not the best move. I mean, try to put yourself in their shoes and think about if somebody was saying mean things towards you. And if you're like, oh, I don't care. Well, you should care because if you really take the word seriously, then you should care about what you say about other people behind their backs. And imagine if they were sitting there with you at all times. I know it's kind of like, it's kind of a weird thing to imagine, but it's something that's important because we don't want to be saying bad things and then have to apologize. And a lot of times our words can hurt a lot more than we think they can. And in Psalms, it talks about how the tongue is sharper than a two-edged sword, meaning that it can slice and hurt more, way and do way more damage than anything else. And we need to be careful with how we're speaking towards others. Just in general, let's have kind, loving words to say about others, even when they're not present. That should just be the general thing that you try to keep yourself accountable to. And if you do struggle with gossip, I mean, I know it's hard sometimes to not just go on a rant about someone when you really need to just rant about what's going on in your life. But if you do struggle with that, I would encourage you to pray with yourself and the Lord. Pray first before you speak to anyone and then Ask the Lord for that strength so when you do talk about it, when you are shedding light on it to someone that you trust and getting godly counsel, that you aren't coming at an accusatory tone, but that you have already forgiven them in your heart 
That way you can move on from the situation and you can still talk about what happened but not have that resentment or bitterness towards that person. So just try to give everything up to the Lord as soon as you can and the faster the better because He knows all of our problems and He knows exactly what we need. He knows what words will comfort us and what words will tear us down. So let's ask Him the same thing when we're talking to someone else, what words might comfort them or tear them down. And that way, you can just avoid a bunch of trauma. Instead of speaking before thinking, why don't we pray before speaking? Verse 4, Who have said, With our tongue we prevail, our lips are our own, who is Lord over us? Verse 5, For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy, now will I rise, saith the Lord. I will set him in safety from him that puffeth at him. The Lord is standing up for those who are not able to speak for themselves. And he's going to serve justice to those people who have been trash-talking, basically, everyone behind their back. And again, if you're getting godly counsel, it's okay to talk about certain things that are happening in your life. But let's not focus on the drama I mean, we've all been there where we focus on the person rather than the problem. And instead of focusing on what's going on on the surface level, let's try to pray and ask the Lord what's happening deeper. That way we can have true healing rather than just staying in that hurt. Verse 6, the words of the Lord are pure words as silver tried in the furnace of earth, purified seven times. Though scripture is pure and we should trust that the word is true and and if you trust the word is true it will never guide you falsely so if something's happening where you think that you're being guided in the wrong direction it's probably not coming from the scripture it's probably coming from somewhere else that isn't the word so just be careful when you're getting counsel as well Somebody might not give you the counsel from the scripture. And if they're not saying, okay, let's stop and let's pray about this right now, instead of allowing you to talk on and on and on for hours and hours about the same problems, the same people, then they're probably just feeding into your drama rather than guiding you in the right direction. So that's why you should go to the Lord first, because if you take away all of that kind of drama, you're more likely to get better counsel and kind of not distract whoever you're asking for counsel with the drama and just being able to focus on what's really going on. In order to purify silver, it needs to go through the purification process, which includes very, very high temperatures. So sometimes you might think that you're in a place where you're just like, nothing makes sense right now. Everything's just going at a million miles per hour. But the Lord has a reason for it. He is purifying you through that trial. You know that song, Refiner's Fire, Purify My Heart, Make Me As Gold, Pure Gold? It's just talking about how we want to be purified. And if you ask the Lord, He will purify you. But just know that with that purification process, there are a lot of trials that you have to go through and that you might be tested in ways that you never thought you could be tested but it's how you respond and how you react that will make you, quote-unquote, stronger by the Lord and through the Lord. Verse 7, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. The wicked walk on every side when 
the vilest men are exalted. David closes out the chapter with saying that the Lord will preserve those who are in that situation. He will preserve the generation that is not being given the chance to kind of prove and show that that they are not worth all of this evil that's happening to them, that they are justified through the Lord. And if you're at a place in life where you think that nobody's hearing you, that you are being overlooked as a person and that nobody cares about you, well, that's wrong because Jesus cares about you. He cares about you so much that he died on the cross for you, for your sins and for my sins. And he's offering you eternal life through that. And so just remember that the Lord will not let the wicked prevail. And in closing, I just wanted to share a verse that kind of reflects on everything that we've talked about. So it's Hebrews 11 verse 25. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. So would you rather suffer now that's a really short time our life is not that long and reap the benefits in heaven for a longer time or enjoy and have the pleasures of this world and this life for a very short time and have an everlasting eternal in hell so just kind of think about that and it's not to scare anyone but it's just putting you in perspective like those things that happen to you happen for a reason and it's either a wake-up call if the Lord is putting something in your life or he wants you to get closer to him and ultimately it's all to bring you closer to the Lord so I know it's hard but stay strong get in the word pray and just do all those things to combat all of this evil that's going on right now and get yourself into a good church and get yourself connected with good people that love Jesus and want the best for you and don't want to harm you. With all that being said, let's go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that we had. Lord, I pray for those who are suffering right now, who are seeking you out and just crying out to you, asking you why, Lord, why all these questions. I pray that you would just answer them with peace, Lord, not necessarily an answer, but that your will will be done and that you will give them that rest and that restoration that they need, Lord, and that you will be the Savior that they've been searching for unknowingly. And I pray that you would just put a protection on our country right now, Lord, and everyone that is struggling within the country, Lord. I pray that you would just, um, that you would lift their burdens, Lord, and that they would have the ultimate peace within you. And we thank you, Lord, for everything that you do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you have a blessed week and I'll see you in the next episode.